Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to the Remnant Radio program. We have an exciting guest by the name of John Fornoff that's going to be on the show. Before I introduce him, I want to read through his bio, which I didn't even know he did all these things. I already knew he did a lot of things, but my goodness, John, you've been a busy guy. So uh, John's been producing radio and television and film for over 30 years, and he specialized in audio dramas. That I did know. Um, someone once dubbed him the Spielberg of audio dramas, uh, which made him blush, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as a director, John's had the privilege of working on a lot of projects, uh, Lord of the Rings, uh, Downtown Abbey, Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh, you know, Chronicles of Narnia, uh, Braveheart, just to name a few. He's also uh, di- directed and produced A Quiet Revolution, which is the story of John LaFleur. And uh, that's a civil rights documentary. Um, he worked on The Mighty A, a short film uh, with the original crew members of the battleship USS Alabama. Sounds very exciting. I would like to learn more about that. And he wrote and helped to, to develop The Ribbits, uh, which is an animated series, uh, which was created by Disney producer uh, Rob Garner and uh, was a story editor and consultant on videos for the adventures in odyssey Um, that's a lot of stuff john that you've been working on i didn't even get to the bottom part here yet but in 2009 john was asked to help launch the lamplighter theater and he did that with mark hamby and that's a a popular program it grew to over 1700 radio outlets in more than 30 countries and that's just to name some of the things john is there anything else you want to talk about on your bio before we get into anything else that's very kind, very gracious. Because look, I didn't actually work on like Lord of the Rings and all that. I worked with people that were on Lord of the Rings, like John Reese Davis, and Froggett, and Anthony Daniels, and others. Just make it clear, so like sure everyone's clear. But I, Got but, it. yeah, I just I love working with those people. Yeah, man. Well, that's a great bio, and that means you obviously have a pretty extensive understanding of, of Hollywood. I would imagine, right? You know, um, I, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody can understand Hollywood, that is, right? I mean, if we could truly get our, our, our hands and arms around Hollywood. Uh, Pastor T.D. Jake said Hollywood, you know, we look at Hollywood as, as like a nebulous institution. You know, it's, uh, it's kind of hard to really understand. But I'm so glad to have you on the show, John. And uh, yeah. you, you have recently moved, I believe, to the L.A. area. And you're working now hands-on, even though you've been working in Hollywood for years. And, uh, you know, right off the bat, I mean, I, you know, I've been talking to a lot of people about all the great Christian movies and content that has been, you know, created in the last several years. We're really seeing some momentum, and you've been in the industry for many years. What's your take on what you're seeing out there? Oh, yeah. First of all, thank you for having me on the, on the show. This, yes, this, sir. This is exciting, Todd, so thank you, man. Uh, you know, it, it, it's cool, because when I first got into it, first uh, first was here, it, it, it's kind of like the beginning of the industry, mm. uh, really. It got, got I mean, it, it had some roots way, way back, but just uh, the recent, I guess, renaissance or whatever, for Christian film, it right. started, it's, it's like, <laughs> it's sort of like, I describe it like, it's like when your cousin is singing in a talent show, mm. and they're not really good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're, yeah. You're, you're plotting, but you're wincing at the same time. It's that's like, true. Oh, I want to like it, but I'm not really liking it. That's <laughs> true. That's how it started. It was kind of like hokey, kind of cheesy, you know. It's like, right. oh, well, it, it got on the screen. No, you know? I agree 100%. But, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> but what I've 
seen is over the years, it's getting better and better and better. We're, mm. we're, we're, we're getting better with story, better with acting, better with yes. cinematography. It's, it's like, it's still growing and growing and growing. But you compare films that are coming out like this year with yeah. when the, like, you know, 10 years ago. Oh, it's, it's amazing. Right. I'm, I'm encouraged. I'm encouraged. I'm encouraged too. And by the way, I didn't even get to mention this, but John was a central figure with Hollywood Alive, which was the precursor to Remnant Radio and the show that we're doing now. So I just want to thank you, John. We, we, you know, you've been a partner for years. And uh, just, you know, I mean, John's been a support, a prayer warrior. And uh, I just wanted to mention that and honor you on that, John. Um, but yeah, thank you. you know, so much going on in Hollywood. Uh, we just saw the movie Breakthrough the other day. A great film, yeah. by the way. Um, really had me tearing up and, you know, just just a powerful film uh, that I believe a lot of people are actually getting a breakthrough from watching. Um, but, yeah, you know, to your to your point, John, I mean, the quality has gotten better. Um, you know, g- give some. So for somebody listening that doesn't really understand the industry and how it works, you know, what what is the significance of the fact that a lot of these Christian film companies and, you know, are, are, are really going around some of the major studios? How does that work? And, you know, what what does that mean? Well, there's, there's, uh, it's interesting what's happening. A, a couple of things are happening. Well, the big thing, one of the big things was after Passion of the Christ came out, Mel Gibson, that really was the start of a lot of things. Right. Uh, a lot of the major studios started their own uh, faith film division, which is pr- pretty amazing. But there are, there are studios now that, that are launching things independently. Like they're going around the system, like you're talking about. So yeah. there are people working within the system and people working outside the system. Right. And you know what? We need both. That's we need right. both. And, and, and the, um, the people yeah, in, the people inside the system, I think what's happening is is that the, the big studio companies are seeing that, you know, there's definitely an audience for these types of faith-based films and family-friendly films. And, you know, in the past, that was the excuse. Oh, there's no audience. No one wants to see that. Well, that's nonsense because, you know, people are going out in the droves to support these films. So I can see that some of the big companies uh, are, are starting to realize that. And I think that's where the, you know, the in-house ones that you're talking about, right? Yes, it, you know what's, you know what's interesting is, um, I, I, I call it like, um, I, <laughs> okay, this is going to sound a little weird, yeah. but it's sort of like a belly button. They're, they're innies and outies, okay? Right. The people that are inside the, in, they're inside the studios, mm-hmm. and those are people, um, and, and, and why this is so important is because the big picture is we've got to be supporting each other. Right. We've got people inside the studios, inside the system, inside Babylon, yeah. trying to work from the inside. Right. We've got people outside the system that are just doing something totally independent. And and you've got biblical models for both. Hmm. You've got people that are inside, and those are like uh, Joseph, right. uh, Daniel, from the Bible. They, they are working within the system to change the system from the inside. Right. Okay? Right. Then you've got people outside that are like like Moses. Like get out of Egypt, mm. <laughs> you know. Like don't go. There. It's like, and they're called out. Okay, yeah. and you know what? Both are legit. Both mm. are both need support. And I think where we as Christians, as Christian filmmakers, if you if you're a filmmaker, you're either in the air or an alley. Okay, either you're yeah. inside the system or you're outside. Right. But you know what? If you've got somebody inside that you're looking at, or you're inside looking at somebody outside, there's there's kind of a like there's a little bit of arrogance on each side. Mm. The people inside are saying, well. You can't be a legitimate filmmaker and right. not be part of the system. Right. Okay. Right. Then you've got people on the outside that well, you can't be a legitimate Christian mm. and be on the inside. It's like I've heard people. I've heard, heard this from the stage one time. Mm. You cannot be a Christian and be in Hollywood. It's like what? Did yeah. You just say? <laughs> it's like, so 
we're, what we're doing is we're wasting our, our our ammunition on friendly fire. Ooh, that's good. And we got it's like we you picture two turrets, two two tanks going into war, and the turrets are pointing at each other. Wow. We got to get our turrets pointed where they belong at the enemy. Yes. Support each other. You know, cover each other's backs. Yes. You know? Man, you're you on not, fire. You might have. You, <laughs> what's that? You're on fire. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like, but we need to be supporting each other, encouraging each other. Maybe. Maybe you're not in my field, or maybe that's what I'm called to. But you know what? I'm going to support you in it. Yeah, and I'm going to champion you rather than than fighting against each other. You know? No, and I think that's you know not just in Hollywood in the Christian community. This is the greater body of Christ too, because we're seeing so oh, yeah. so much friendly fire. And I mean, honestly, John, I mean, a lot of the criticism I get, it's not from people in the world. I hate to say it, you know. Um, in fact, I, I'm, I'm pretty people in the world are pretty receptive to some of the things we're doing. Now, don't get me wrong. There's people mm-hmm. that that attack, you know on a regular basis so i don't want to you know negate that fact but uh, the most painful or hurtful thing to me and i would you know often tell my wife this is when when it is from friendly fire when it is from within the mm-hmm. community because you know to me it's just like what like you you don't see my heart you don't see what we're trying to do we we admit we're far from perfect but you know why why are you targeting me you know so i i understand what you're saying i think that's a very valid point and and it, and it goes even beyond hollywood but that's happening in hollywood and, um, you know, to your point, a lot of people have even said to me, can Christians even survive in Hollywood? Is there a way to even mm. have a career in Hollywood? Because, you know, so many times you're asked to compromise and, you know, how, how do you deal with that? You know, what, what has your experience been in, in watching that play out over the years? Um, you know, I, I just, just, I have not, um, most of the stuff I do is faith-based. Right. Um, so I don't run into that much where I am forced to make a compromise. And I, I respect those who are deep in the system, and they have to make those choices on a, on a daily basis. Yeah. And I admire that. And I kind of I have this gut feel that that's where the next battleground got taken into. Mm. I've had I've really enjoyed where I've been, yeah. but it's been kind of safe. Right. And God's not necessarily called us to be safe. Right. He's called us to be in Him. That's yeah, and there's this phrase that comes to mind. It's it's um, it's safer to be with God in the midst of war hmm. than to be apart from God in the midst of comfort. Absolutely, I agree, hundred percent. Yep. Yeah, and it's like, and there's something about where where God has. The bottom line is, where has God called you? So, yeah. um, I I think He's called me more into the into like you know, I. I'll, a finger in space movies, that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. you know what? Everything we do as Christians, mm-hmm. everything we do is faith based. Right. <laughs> you know, right. I mean, you could be producing. Like, when I could, this is so cool. When I do a com- uh, a secular commercial, yeah, I'll weave in Bible verses, mm. like or Bible concepts. Yeah, and that's where the power that the commercial comes out. Like when you listen, it's like, wow, that's good. And it feels like, it, I don't know, sometimes I feel like I'm plagiarizing God. Mm. You know. <laughs> mm. Yeah, he'll, he'll give me something really. Oh, and I write it down. People say that's really good, and I'm I'm looking at God saying, "Okay, I know where that came from." You know. Yes. So, so I think just what I have seen is I've seen people. Uh, I've got a good friend that has worked in the industry, a, a prominent writer, worked on some some major shows, uh-huh. and and he worked on Christians just ate him up. Mm. Uh, because he was working on a secular show. Mm. And here's a guy who's being a light in the darkness. Right. And he says, you have no idea what I stopped. Wow. You know? Wow. 
stuff that was coming out. He says, you have no idea. Yeah. And he was there at the forefront. So he was... Hey, John, you're um, cutting out, man. The non-Christians, you're, you're, uh, like, in, in the writer's room, okay. they would they would uh, just persecute him. So he's getting persecuted from within, and then friendly fire from without, oh, you know? Oh, jeez. we got to stop that friendly fire thing. We've got to... We got to support people that are doing it, that are really on the forefront of things. Absolutely, hundred percent agree. And um, sorry, you were cutting out there for a second there, but we—I think you stabilized. Um, man, I mean, the battle is tough. Hollywood is like a ground zero. You know, I always say to people, yep. I mean, because the enemy is not omnipresent. See, God is everywhere at the same time. Uh, we tend right. to, as Christians, say that you know God and the devil are like equal opposites. You know, it's absolutely untrue. Mm. Absolutely nope. untrue. No, the devil was a created being. Um, he is an archangel, you know, definitely a powerful being, but he's not everywhere at once and he's not equal to God, not even in the slightest. So uh, understanding that dynamic and understanding the reality of that, I always say, you know, if I were the devil, <laughs> as uh, you know, I think there's an old uh, script that talks about that. But, um, you know, if I were the devil, I would probably hang out in Hollywood or in Israel <laughs> or in the Middle East. Right. So those are, oh, wow. two, you know, yeah. be, because if you think about it hollywood is is really sending out content that the whole world watches and it influences yeah. you know celebrities have tremendous influence and you know it really shapes and affect culture you know affects culture um if we think of jesus you know in his ministry here on the earth when he was fully god fully man he was t telling stories a lot of times in parable form yeah. you know and so yeah. um you know i think that the enemy has used that in hollywood to also you know shape culture and bring in more aspects of sin but at the same time, as you mentioned, there's this contingent, there's this group of warriors that are in Hollywood that are praying and seeking God. It's always really piqued my interest, and I've been a part of that group and definitely interviewed many in that group, and you're part of that group. And, you know, these people have a heart for Hollywood to be representing Jesus. And a lot of times, to your point, you know, they get tremendous uh, flack from inside the community of Christians because people say, well, just leave Hollywood alone. They're awful. You know, we don't want anything to do with them. Well, to me, that's just the opposite because we need to be taking the territory for Jesus. And I know the warfare is intense, but, you know, those that are willing to do it, that are saying, send me, I'll go, like you, John, you're in there. You know, just tell us a little bit about what is the cost? I know it's a heavy cost, but how do you deal with it, you know, in prayer? And what are, what are some things that you've done to fight spiritually to take the territory? Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And, and, and you know, uh, one thing... Um, I'd encourage anybody that's called to to the, to the industry, like they're called to a field to go to, is and especially especially with, with Hollywood. And what I found is, when you're called to something, you make sure you're plugged into community, a strong Christian community. Yeah. You cannot do it alone. You can't do it alone. Um, you get picked off. Right. And get, I found that to be true. So I'm plugged into church. I'm plugged into. Um, um, if communities are plugged into friends, you know, right. friends like Todd, mm, <laughs> you know, yes. it's just like people that have your, and I appreciate you, man, you, you've stood with me through some really mm. tough stuff. And I, and I just thank you for that. Oh, likewise. And, and that's what you need. You need brothers. If you're sister, you need sisters, you need, you need people that are covering your back in yes. prayer yes. that are, are in the battle with you. And, you know, even at this point, and it depends if, if God's leading this way, God, here's some strategies that God's given me, mm. is, uh, first of all, get plugged into community. First of all, number one, am I called? Right. Make sure that, that's, that's the first thing. Right. If I'm called, then, then what's the timing? Then go. 
make sure I'm plugged in community. I'll, I'll make sure I'm plugged into a, a strong church community, strong Christian friends, people that really know spiritual warfare. Yeah. Another point is to to have a prayer team, intercessory prayer team. Yes. People that that are willing to pray for you, like say by once a week or twice a week, whatever, that you send them a prayer request. Like, I'm going through a battle right now. Could you mm. pray with me? Yes. Those people, so I've done these things, and that has helped me mm. tremendously. And I hope that helps somebody listening. It's just like, if you are if you have a big calling on your life, you, you've got a, a, a calling that you, you really, you need that community, you need that, that prayer, those prayer warriors around you to support you and encourage you yeah. in the battle. Because so, so, um, it is a battle. It and, is. And uh, if, if you get alone, you get picked off. Absolutely. So you're saying there's real Bible-believing Christians operating in Hollywood, right? Oh wow! Yes, <laughs> yes, and that's that's the myth. You know, if you're outside of Hollywood, you think it. Oh, it's Sodom and Gomorrah, mm. and there's not even ten people there. That mm. can, you know, it's like no, that's Sodom and Gomorrah. Okay, we're not talking Sodom and Gomorrah. We're talking uh, Karen Cavell, Hollywood Star mm. Network. So yeah, it's not Sodom and Gomorrah. It's Nineveh. Yes. It's like, oh, that's a great, great analogy here. Yeah, is because there are people that. Um, that that just need Jesus here, yeah. and if you've got a heart for them, it's like it's like there, there's a reason God's given you a heart for them because they could be won over, and God will show you the way into their heart to win them over. Mm. And so it's not it's not destined for destruction; right. it is destined for God's purpose. Yes, and God wants to do something through Hollywood. Yes, He does, and they're a powerful thing. He he lo- he loves people. Yes, well, I can. Feel it. You know, when you're called to a mission field, there's something about you get a heart for the people you're called That's to. That's true. Yes, I it just, is. I love the people here. I loved them before I came here. It's right. like, I just want to hug them all. You mm. know, it's like, I just want to love you guys. And they need a hug. Like, <laughs> yes, they do. Oh, boy, don't we all? Yeah. And it's like, God's giving me just this, this heart, just, just a love on them, you know? Yeah. And yeah. love them to God. Yeah. You know, so it's, um, so all that, I hope that helps somebody out there just kind of listen to what, you know, that kind of thing. So no, I, I think that's, that's what I found has really helped me. That, that's great stuff, man. And it's encouraging to hear, you know, uh, how you've worked your way through this and, and God's revealed this to you. And I would just say, you know, it's spot on. I've watched you walk through it. I've seen the warfare. I've seen the attacks, but I've seen you sustain and press ahead. And, you know, God continues to open new doors and, you know, he's with you hundred percent. And, you know, to anybody that's listening, like, you know, John said, uh, don't, don't compromise to get to your calling either, because you never have to do that. Mm. Um, um, the Lord will always make a way if he's called you to a territory, he's called you to the land to, to do something, he's going to make a way, he's going to open a door. And in fact, you know, it's really all about the process. That's what I've learned. It's all about the process. So uh, yes. God is looking at our heart that we remain, you know, righteous and, and, and walking out his calling for us and not compromising to get there. And he does the rest and it's in his timing. And, um, you know, we sometimes we're living on manna, you know, and, um, you oh, know, yeah. <laughs> and I know a lot of people out there understand that financially you know it's it's not always easy um but but this is one of the things now here's the other thing that i've noticed being out here for a while john is is that um you know i think i came in i'm just going to be transparent and honest i think i came in a little judgmental myself and that's because mm. I, I came from a very uh conservative background you know very um you know, black or white, you know, and I mean, and, and it was a good upbringing. I mean, as far as I'm not just talking my family, I'm talking the church that we used to serve and I still go to that church and I preach there and I love that church. And, you know, I mean, I can't say anything but amazing things about the ministry and, you know, all the other ministries that we grew up around. I mean, it was kind of a similar situation. Then I went into Hollywood 
And I'll be honest, um, you know, to me, it was a lot of newness and a lot of differences from some of the things that I had seen historically. And my first, my first response and reaction was probably to judge just because it was so different, you know, and, um, Mm -hmm. the way that people minister even out there and just, and I'm not saying that all the ministries are legit. See, this is a fine line here because there is some compromise going on out there and we call that out too, but you know. What I'm trying to say is that sometimes you'll see things. I'll give another example. I went to a, a service one time, and they were leading worship in in a in an African style where they were playing drums, and it was almost like a tribal thing, you know. And again, my first response was like, "This isn't worship, you know. This isn't uh, Hillsong or you know what I'm used to, right? You know." And so I thought, you know, right away I started getting judgmental. But John, what I noticed is that the presence of God was there and the Lord worked on my heart and he said, you know what, just because it's not what you're used to, make sure that you don't understand. I'm still here. You see what I'm saying? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think it's, it's similar. I'm not, again, I'm not saying every Hollywood ministry is legit, but I think there is some differences in Hollywood and when you're on the land and on the territory. And so to your point, there's people that are in the industry working for the big studios, you know. In in the in the shows, you know, on the staff, on the you know, maybe they're a producer and a, you know, executive producer, associate producer, maybe they're you know, whatever they're doing, you know, a grip person, but they're on the set and they're working with celebrities and they have a you know makeup person and they're and they're just a little bit here and there. They're praying and they're and they're and yes. they're asking the Lord to give them words while they have some time to speak with some of the the cast and the celebrities and you know and and they're bringing in some light into an otherwise dark place. And we're really quick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think there's something to that where I had to learn a little bit to be a little more understanding, you know, and, and really to understand what the mission is, because I think that's the key is what is the mission here? You know, and, and so you want to color yeah. that color that in a little bit? Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, it, it's interesting. And I, I just found this out just, just a little while ago. But um, at each one of the major studios in Hollywood, there is a prayer group. Mm. Wow. Isn't that fascinating? That There's is very... Now, I'm going to push it even further. Uh, I uh, w- went to do a prayer walk around at Disney with some uh, perching there, and they mentioned that there's something more, something like over 20 prayer groups at Disney. Mm. It's like, what? That's interesting. <laughs> so you know, so when, we, when people condemn Hollywood, what we're doing is we're cursing our yes. brothers and sisters who are in there trying to make a difference. Mm, Instead, we need to be supporting them and encouraging them. Wow. And it's, and it's, yeah, it just, it's, it, there's some powerful things going on behind the scenes. Yes. And it's, uh, it, and people that have been here on the land for, for decades, they've seen major changes. Yes. But <laughs> it'd be hard to get a group of Christians into an apartment uh, like uh, into a living room of apartment, you know, all the Christians were in Hollywood. Yeah. Like now they're like thousands. thousands and there's a reason God is calling Christians here. There is, there is time. It's, it's, you know what? There's, there is a shift happening mm, at yes. the gate. And I'd love to talk about that too. There's, yeah. there's we gave up the gate to Hollywood years ago yes, we and did. it is time to take it back. Amen. I mean, I just talked about the other day, you know, the the big uh, right there on Sunset and Vine, I think it is or right there. No, I'm sorry. Hollywood and Highland, Hollywood and Highland. The the big complex that they built was actually designed after a set that was the courts of Babylon. I mean, it's just interesting, yep. you know, very interesting. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, oh, there's yeah. a lot of spiritual dynamic going on there. And when I study the history of Hollywood, you know, I found that in the in the initial stages, 
Hollywood was actually like a, a place where people came almost like as a retreat center. It was like a place of respite. And then, you know, even understanding more about it, like as Hollywood developed into, you know, making films and, and productions, there were people that were like spiritual advisors that would, you know, uh, advise based on, you know, if the content was something that should be produced or if there was an issue or whatnot. So how did we get from being like a, 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 an industry that was totally basically moral, you know, uh, to what it is today? And then I think that'll kind of segue into what you were just talking about. Oh, great. Yeah, thank you. Uh, what's, what's inter- this is encouraging um, uh, because actually, if you go back to some of the um, early films, the film started like at the turn of the century in the 1900 around there. Right. And some of those early films were getting more and more, like, they, they pulled from uh, the, the worst of society. So mm. it started as immoral, which should give us some encouragement, by the way. Okay. Uh, the 20s were kind of like an immoral. In fact, they had some, uh, actually, like, like nudity and stuff like that in mm. films back then. Wow. And it's like, and, and so there, was two, there are two things going on, two okay. camps going on. There was a church was was seeing, hey, we can make, um, we can do like passion play. We can do, yeah. we can do Bible stories and do it on this film thing, this, right. this movie thing, whatever it's called, you know that kind of thing. Yeah, movie and pictures. And so there was that going on. Then you had people pulling from burlesque and pulling from the the worst of society and mm. putting on the screen. Wow! And it got so bad that the film industry was kind of when it started, it was kind of looked down upon. It was kind of like this you know, just a little two-bit kind of Nickelodeon right. kind of things. People pay their nickel and see something. Yeah. And um, it was getting so bad that the church rose up. Okay. And they said, uh, we want the government to start censoring these movies because wow. it was so bad back then. Okay. So here's what we, you can feel the encouragement for where we are today. It's like, we've been here before, okay? Right. So here's what happened. Here's what happened. In the 1930s, they started uh, um, William Hayes. I think it's William. But anyway, the name was Hayes, who was like the postmaster general. Yeah. And he, they, they, what, what happened was he started the, the Hayes Commission. Here's okay. what it was. Here's what happened. Okay. Um, Hollywood said, "Hey, no, 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 no. We don't want censorship. <laughs> right. We don't want that." Which makes on. sense. So yeah. It's violating free speech and all that kind of stuff. Right. Tell you what we'll do. Here's what we're going to do. Okay, churches, you guys put together a team. All right. Mm. And here's what we're going to do. Every film that we produce has to go through you guys. Mm. And if you don't approve the film, we won't distribute it. Mm. And the church said. Okay, yeah. so this I got this from Dr. Ted Bear, movie guy. Yeah. Guy. So he says uh, they started the um, the Protestant Film Commission, the okay. Catholic League of Decency, and the Southern Baptist Film Commission. So they had these entities. So there's the church at the gate, hmm. and they were the enforcers of what was good, what was moral, what was upright. Right. They they said no profanity. You don't you don't show um, anybody a minister of the cloth. Don't show them in the negative manner. White will always win. They put all these rules in place wow. in the 30s. Okay. And that happened from the 30s and 60s. Yeah. So what's kind of interesting is that coincides with Hollywood's golden age. Mm. Isn't that interesting? That makes sense. And so it got more restrictive, but but writers had to be more creative. Mm. You know, they didn't go into, they did, you know. So all through these years, we had the gate. Right. That was the church saying, no, yeah. this movie won't be done. Right. In the 1960s, Mm-hmm. Uh, they started going around the system. The movie makers, they started doing foreign films. They started doing like ways to work around the system. And we, we lost our focus. Wow. And they decided in the 60s, mid-60s, uh, these three film commissions, they said, you know what? We're, we're, what does that have to do with Jesus and gospel? We're, we're just, you know, we're done. Mm. And the head of MGM begged them. He says, don't do this. He says, he, here's this quote. He says, you out of the meat. 
the meat will rot. Mm. Mm. They ignored them. Mm. And in 1966, they closed their doors. Wow. Do you know what happened mm. two years later? Hollywood produces first X-rated film. Oh, I believe it. And isn't that interesting? 1966, you said, out of all years, too? I mean, my goodness. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, and two years later, Hollywood started producing film. Uh, so it, it's like Hollywood didn't abandon the church. Right. The church abandoned Hollywood. That's right. where we are today. And so what's, what's, here's what is encouraging about God, the gate. And I believe there's a time God's calling us to take back that gate. Yes. And there's a way it could be, and he's got the strategy. He's got the way to do it. It might be a whole new way of doing things. It might might not be a Hayes Commission. It might not be all that kind of stuff. Right. He's going to show us the way to take back the gate. Wow, man. Yeah, I mean, it's all seven mountains that the church needs to be interested in, you know, and I love that seven mountain, uh, you know, reference. It's something you can find online, the seven mountains of influence. Um yeah, when it comes to the Christian community. But, uh, you know, I really appreciate that because it talks about two areas. And one, of course, is, you know, basically media and entertainment, you know, and that's what we're talking about today. And then another one is government. And those are two areas that, yeah. for whatever reason, Christians and, and also education, by the way, three areas really oh, that, yeah. that Christians have really backed away from. And we've seen, uh, you know, because of that, a major impact on society, on our young people, you know, on the direction that our country and even the world has gone as a result of us because it's almost like a void you know that's taken place or a vacuum there because the church is not present so i think you know if yeah. anything the encouragement like you said is, is that it seems that there is an awakening that's happening um kind of similar you know to i don't know i mean different revivals that have happened over the years or the renaissance period maybe um you know but we're seeing uh, an awakening maybe people are getting tired of of the immorality and you know they're tired of the educational system they're tired of you know what's happened in Hollywood and so there is people rising up there's prayer that's taking place there's there's different groups that are that are springing up more and more like you said now Christians in Hollywood is a very large group of people where only you know yep. maybe a decade ago was a much different group of people um, now there's film festivals and uh, you know different you know companies that are producing you know uh, you know content on a regular basis um, I think of like David A.R. Wright and some of the other guys out there that are making you know product constantly i mean uh you got the kendrick, yeah. kendrick brothers and you know others yeah. that are just did are you know really uh we're seeing Irwin i mean brothers. you know apps and uh who was it else i'm sorry oh Irwin brothers Irwin brothers yep exactly yeah. and and you know so um, these guys are, are basically parlaying. What they're doing is they're taking the films and the and the and the money that they're uh, you know making, and then they're reinvesting them and just making even better, more quality content and you know higher budget you know productions. And so um, that's what we're seeing now, and and it's really cool. I mean, I can think of like guys like Devon Franklin and others that are just you know really out there and you know kind of. Uh, so we're in a new era now, and um, it's exciting. And John, you're a part of it, and uh, you know so it's. It's really, really cool what's going on. Uh, not without a cost. Obviously, there's a high spiritual cost, and we talked a little bit about that. Uh, but if you're if you're called to Hollywood into the mission field, you're coming out here. The Lord is going to provide. He's going to open the doors, and we just need to make sure that we stay solidified, like you said, in a community. Have intercessors. Great point there. People praying for you, and um, you know, kind of give us like anything else that's on your heart, man. Before we get ready to close here. Oh sure. There, there's something that comes to mind is uh, I've heard one of the one of the biggest um, weapons the enemy uses against us here in Hollywood, and actually overall, 
it's discouragement. Yeah, you know, it's not, it's not the big the big things you normally think about. Those are those are out there, but it's discouragement. How many times did the word does God say, "Do not be discouraged, do not be dismayed, do not fear"? And what's he say right after that? He says, "For I am with you." Amen. And I love that in His presence. Is the once you get into his presence, you abide in his presence. It's like everything else just fades away. And so I've gone through some like moving here has been brutal financially mm. for me. It, it was brutal at first. It was like scary brutal. Okay, yeah, yeah. but I knew he called me here, and yeah. and so many times I got discouraged. I was like fearful. It's like I was like I di- I didn't get on the good side of the verse. Okay, right, <laughs> so I, right. I have learned to tap into the other side of that verse, do not fear, okay, I am with you. When you get into God's presence and you just, you share fellowship, like we're doing now, you share fellowship with brothers and sisters around you, it's just like, it takes you out of that discouragement and into God's encouragement. Yes. And, um, and one and one final thing is just if this will help somebody listening, you know, just as you're whatever you know, Hollywood is good about this about um, encouraging our dreams, but it's it's kind of a false illusion in a way because hmm. it's like you know follow your heart, follow your right. dreams, you know. Right. And there's there's a little seed of truth in there. Yeah. And here's where the shift is: what if, what if, and whatever you're called to do, what if you follow God's dream? There you go. What if you follow God's heart? Because I think once we line up with God's dream heart, we, thought, we, we are tapping into God's purpose on earth. And when we do that, when we're tapping into God's purpose on earth, we find our purpose yes. on earth. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's there like if we get in sync with what he's doing, what he's blessing, where he's going, we find our identity, our purpose, our calling. There you go. And there's something really cool about there's a secret in there. So anyway, just throwing that out there. That's great, so. man. No, I, I I think that's a great nugget and it's a, a, a truth a truth nugget. <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, man, you just said some really powerful things today. I'm just still going over some of them in my head and just thinking about it because I relate to so many of the things that you said. And thank you. John, how can we be praying for you, man? What are you working on now? What can we how can we follow you oh thank you so much um i'm working on i'm i'm blessed working uh, i'm writing i feel like i'm on my golden age of writing i'm, I'm yeah. writing more than i ever had before which is really fun Very cool. you know i feel like god's god is shifting things shifting me more in the battleground mm-hmm. and i would just appreciate if anybody puts it on their heart or your heart or whatever and i know it's on your heart you can you pray me through here you prayed me here and you prayed me through and i appreciate mm-hmm. it it's like i feel like god's shifted me to the battleground now it's yeah. like okay john you've had you've had I've been here from, I used to come here on an awful lot, but I've I been here permanently in June. Okay. And I feel like God is, is, I've been in a safe place, kind of a safe, kind of like a greenhouse. Yeah. I feel like God's taking me out of the greenhouse and put me out there. Okay. <laughs> you know, he's like, he's actually put me on the battleground. Sure. And that's where, so I pray just, I would appreciate prayer for that shift. Amen. You know, when that have just, just, just God's bliss, just for God to lead and I, I'm following him. I'll follow him in the battle and that's where I want to be Amen. with him. That's awesome. Don't necessarily want to be in the battle. I, yeah, <laughs> I get it, man. <laughs> well, to live as Christ, to die is gain, right? Hallelujah. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. but, you know, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but good good news is that God is able to defeat the enemy, and, you know, he comes like a roaring lion, but the Lord is faithful and just in all his ways. No weapon formed against you shall prosper, Amen. and the gates of hell Amen. shall not prevail in Hollywood. Amen. And in our, a, right? So that's what we got to remember. And in the midst of uh, attack and trial, none of us are perfect. Uh, people can always find something. I, I always say every day, you know, I say it very clearly. I'm far from perfect. But all we're trying to do is show up 
and be obedient to what God has called us to do. And yeah. so, John, thank you for being that person. And uh, hold on for a second as we get ready to go to the break. But thank you for tuning in this segment of Remnant News. And we will be back after this break.